Hey there, it's Winston, and welcome to the Begin Again podcast. Today, I invite you to be contagious. As a preteen, it's natural to push away from elders, parents, authority figures. We want to cut our own path, be our own person. I recall a summer when the absolute last place I wanted to be was to spend a week during my summer break with one of my great aunts in rural North Carolina. My paternal grandmother died shortly after mom was born. So instead of one grandma or four sisters, the great aunts shouldered the responsibility of pouring into our generation of cousins. And shepherd us they did, each in their very own unique way. And of the four sisters, only one became known as grandma. And the way she lived forever changed my life. Grandma Alice had a peace, a gentleness, a special kindness about her. She loved people and people loved her. I've always been attracted to the person who lives a quiet and gentle life. She had this quality, this intangible about her that I was so drawn to. And she became one of the most influential and powerful people that I've ever met. Now, don't get me wrong. She did not have a powerful title or powerful position, probably not even recognized by the average person. She lived a really hard life. She worked as a nurse in a country doctor's office. Now, this was in a town that there was only one blinking light to slow you down on your way to the beach at the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And yet she had more experience and knowledge about the world than most of the locals. Her next door neighbors were from Germany. And during those summer visits, we would share an occasional meal with the Harrys. And this is where I learned about distant cultures and amazing food with words I could hardly spell. On those lazy summer days at Grandma Alice, we had no TV, no nearby kids to play with, just a big yard in our imaginations. My sister and I would take regular household items and turn them into toys. Two of my personal favorites were a perpetual calendar that she had on her desk. I could turn the knobs, set a day, set a month, set a day of the week, and imagine distant dates in the future, and dream about what life would be like then. I would take her rocking chair, where I could picture being tossed in an angry sea. At night, after a long day of play, she would tell us stories about people in the Bible. It gave us bite-sized information. She was not preachy. Those stories drew me in, planted a seed, if you will. And at the time, I thought they were just interesting stories. And it wasn't until later I learned why those stories meant so much to her. I later found out about her life and the struggles that she had after she passed. She went through some very rough times and lived in a sanatorium for big chunks of her life. Sanatorium. What an interesting word. But that's how they handled tuberculosis over 60 years ago. She was isolated, quarantined, without much human contact 
for weeks or months at a time. I recall one such time when I was really little and we went to visit her. We traveled a great distance, got out of the car, stood on the sidewalk, and waved up to her to her third-story window so that we could, quote, see her. She shouldered this experience of isolation in a way that many of us now are beginning to experience in a brand new way right now. Losing years of her life to isolation for a medical condition could have made her bitter or resentful. In fact, it was just the opposite. She ended up dedicating her life to medicine, and she dispensed the most powerful prescription that anyone could ever receive, agape, God's unconditional love. And believe me, she was contagious. Her kindness, her gentle spirit, for everyone who came to the doctor's office or encountered her at the grocery store or in her little small town, she was contagious. And she forever changed my life one summer week at a time, one Bible story at a time. So this week, we all learned some new terms. Social isolation, never heard that term before. And many of us are largely cut off from interactions that we've taken for granted. This week, I've been reminded of the peace, the serenity, and the gentleness of Grandma Alice. In the midst of every storm, She weathered many that I never heard about. She was a calming presence. For me, she absolutely defines a life of faith and surrender. She reminds me that there are many ways to share our faith in times of trouble. Perfect love cast out all fear. No one taught me this more powerfully than Grandma Alice. And when she passed, she gave me two gifts, a perpetual calendar and a rocking chair. And both have been with me from high school to college dorms, from Pittsburgh to Louisville, from Yorktown to Lexington, from Newport to Tampa. And this week, I was prompted to take a rocking chair and move it from my bedroom and put it right next to me here in my office. A reminder that one life, one person, one example, can change your life forever. So in this season of uncertainty, navigating new waters that many of us have never been exposed to before, it's our example. It's our kind word. It's our gentleness. It's our perfect love for others that cast out all fear. This is the perfect time to decide how we're going to be contagious. I'm so thankful for the example of Grandma Alice in my life. I'm so thankful that she modeled a life well-lived and a life of trust and surrender. She didn't have to preach. She shared her faith just about how she lived. So my friends, let's decide to all be contagious. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends. We all need more inspiration and encouragement in this season. And if you crave community, 
I have two free Facebook groups that I am stewarding and shepherding right now. One is for business leaders and one is for personal growth. Both of those links will be here in the show notes. I'd love to invite you into the supportive, loving community that can help us all shoulder this season together. So until next time, I'm sending you a big virtual hug from Tampa Bay, and I'll see you on the next Begin Again podcast.